Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. I tried to avoid it as long as possible, but unfortunately, I have become one of those people that has a show that he is addicted to. The other day, Cadell and I were just hanging out. He wanted to watch some TV on, we have an Amazon Fire Stick, and started scrolling through shows and I found Chasing Monsters, this show where this guy goes fishing and he goes to find all these crazy big fish all over different parts of the world. And I'm really into it and I'm really just enjoying the show, watching it with him. We've got Annalise hooked on it as well, no pun intended. And uh, Kristen, my wife, has even joined us for a few episodes. But what I, I was watching the show the other day and It was one where he was going to Oklahoma and he wanted to uh, noodle a catfish. So noodling is like where you stick your hand in the water and the water is muddy in Oklahoma. So you can't really see and um, you let the catfish bite you (laughs) and then you pull your arm out and you've got a catfish on it. And I guess that's how you catch it, right? Uh, The problem with noodling is that there's not only catfish in that water. There's also snakes and beavers and all kinds of other stuff. So You know, he's obviously a little bit scared, a little bit fearful of the fact that when he goes to get this catfish that he might pull out something else or he might, you know, lose a finger or get bit by a snake or whatever, right? So I thought it was interesting, something that he did, and it's something that we can apply uh, because again, what did I say? He's afraid, right? He's fearful of the experience. He's fearful of noodling and okay, like I'm going to put my hand in there and then a catfish is going to bite it or something else is going to bite it. So I found it really interesting what he did. Now, he set up a mousetrap inside of a, of a little, of a, of, a, of a pipe, right? So he wasn't even in the water. He's literally outside and he set up a mousetrap inside of a pipe and then he turned his head so that he couldn't see what he was doing, right? Mimicking being in the muddy water. And he just stuck his hand in the pipe and he kept going further and further and further back. And then he kind of started feeling around until he stumbled upon the mousetrap and then the mousetrap snapped on his finger and he pulled his hand out with the mousetrap on it. And then he's like, all right, let's go noodling, right? Like, let, let's do this. Um, before that, he was kind of hesitant. He was, you know, fearful And it's, look, it's not that, again, I know that this is a television show and I get that some of this stuff is staged. It's not that literally the switch, like he flipped a switch and all of a sudden the guy's ready to go noodling and he doesn't care what happens to him and bring on the snakes and the beavers biting my fingers off or whatever. I mean, he was still fearful, okay? He still had that bit of trepidation of doing what he was actually going to do because it's kind of crazy, right? But... Here's what we can apply. He he put himself in a position where he he came in contact with that thing that he is trying to get over. So that fear of sticking his hand into the muddy water and, you know, into a crevice where there's animals not knowing what animal it can be and what he might possibly experience, some pain obviously like a trap, you know, snapping on your finger hurts just like sticking his hand in one of those, you know, crevices or holes and and having something bite it would cause pain. And he just, he, he got right up alongside that. He created an environment where he couldn't create the same environment of actually noodling 
unless he was literally noodling, but he created a very similar environment to where he didn't know where his, you know, how far in his arm was into that pipe because he turned his face and then there was pain waiting for him on the other side. He, and he knew that, but he knows that with noodling, right? So he just, he created an environment where he ran into this thing and, you know, he, for the intents and purposes of the TV show, he only did it once, but, you know, repetition maybe, right? Not necessarily, you know, doing it five times in a row where you start bleeding, right? With a mousetrap, but like maybe, you know, exposing yourself to that fear, you know, periodically until it, it doesn't necessarily scare you anymore. It doesn't, doesn't make you jump back. It, you're still, you still have a fear of the unknown, the, the unknown, um, not knowing what's going to latch onto your hand or your finger or whatever, right? Not knowing specifically what animal it might be or what thing it might be. But he got rid of some of the unknown of like, this is how it could feel. Th this is what the pain might be like, right? So I thought it was interesting that he did that. And again, just a principle for us to be able to apply to our own lives and our own situations where we're at. Many times we, we all have things that we are afraid of taking on. We all have things that we are the, the fear of the unknown and just not knowing how it is going to work out. And, you know, I feel that we would be very well served to think about how we can construct an environment very similar to that particular thing that we are that particular fear, that particular uncertainty that we're trying to conquer or not even, not even conquer, at least be okay with, be able to coexist with, right? Because um, he was still fearful, he was still scared, but he was able to coexist with that fear. And then, you know, the show goes on and obviously he goes noodling and he catches the catfish and the show's a great success and so on and so forth. But he's able to coexist with that fear. Like he's still able to get in that muddy water and execute you know, his plan and ultimately his plan was successful. So he's able to do that. He's able to function because, you know, the other side of fear that causes, you know, that, that manifests itself in many of our lives is it paralyzes, right? So the paralyzing of the fear would be, you don't get in the water, you don't go noodling or whatever it happens to be in our lives. We just, we choose not to take that thing on. Right. Um, this is a pretty extreme example. I mean, it's a pretty extreme show. Uh, so obviously, you know, there's pain associated and then he's going into this water and doing crazy stuff. And, you know, hence the reason why I'm captivated by it. But I mean, for a lot of us, it's so much simpler than that, right? Like, what are we afraid of? Let's think about it. And there's, I mean, it, it's, it's silly things like, you know, I could, I could cook this meal and it could not come out well, right? Like there's an unknown there. Am I going to be a good cook, right? Is that meal going to come out, you know, well to where my family is going to enjoy it? Or, you know, I'm up for this promotion and, you know, am I going to get it? I've got to go into this big meeting and I've got to talk to these folks and I'm a little bit fearful of like how that's going to go. Right. And it's like, those aren't, those aren't sticking your hand in a, in a, in a pipe and having a mousetrap snap on it. Right. I mean, those are, seemingly benign, but, but they're still real. They're still valid. So how can we formulate some of these environments to take some of those things on and be able to make ourselves more comfortable so that when we get into those scenarios, we can perform freely, right? Like we can perform, uh, and execute the skills 
uh, being that good interviewing skills, being that, you know, good cooking skills, uh, you know, whatever it happens to be that, that we need to execute, you know, properly. And that, that's the, that's the key, right. Is being able to execute them properly because sure, um, we've all had those performances. We've all had those experiences where we were still fearful and we maybe think that we coexisted with that fear. But if we go back and we look at that performance, we realize that that performance was very uptight. It was very, you know, riddled with anxiety. It was riddled with, you know, uh, just being paralyzed. And so therefore like the meal didn't come out that well, or therefore like you botched, you know, your, uh, meeting with, you know, your higher ups and you feel like you could have done a better job. You're like, man, I don't know what happened, right? You're, you're taking an exam and all of a sudden you forgot all of the answers, but you can remember them on the drive home. Like that, that is caused by, we weren't really coexisting. I mean, I, I would, I would give us kind of a, uh, a half high five for actually getting in the ring with that fear and dancing with it somewhat. But you know, the way that we were dancing with it was very timid. Our moves were very rigid. Like if you think of somebody dancing, that's like, you know, very rigid, it doesn't look very good. And if you watch somebody dancing gracefully, that means that they're moving with the music and they're kind of one with their partner and so on and so forth. Right. So, you know, that's where we want to get to. Um, not that we will 100% be there because here's the thing. Uh, to end with this, any pursuit that you have, any challenges that you're looking to put in front of yourself to meet any goals that you have, like there should be, there should be a little bit of that left to the imagination of, am I really going to get this or not? Right. Um, I mean, you shouldn't set a goal and know with 100% certainty that you're going to achieve it. So there will be a little bit left out there. There will be a little bit that you won't know. There will be a little bit of, I'm going to have to work for this one. And that's fine. That that's necessary by the way, because if it's not necessary or if, if you didn't do it that way, then you would get lazy and you wouldn't perfect your craft and you wouldn't be, you know, looking to learn and grow every day. And it just, it, you wouldn't, you ultimately wouldn't become the best version of yourself on your way to either achieving or not achieving that goal. Cause again, it's not about the achievement of the thing. It's about the journey and the process to get to the place where you can possibly achieve that thing. So like all of these things taken, that's what it's, that's what it's going to take is a, a nice kind of, uh, healthy, clear mindset that's able to think and process information that's able to learn from the experiences that we are going through. That's able to sure be a little bit, you know, uncertain, a little bit fearful, maybe a little bit scared, but, but being able to coexist with that and use, use that uncertainty, use that little bit of anxiety, use it to our advantage to allow us to get that extra little bit out of ourselves that we wouldn't get when we're comfortable. What does anxiety do to us? What does uncertainty do for us? It makes us a little bit uncomfortable. Notice I said, what does it do to us? And then I just changed it and I said for us, because you guys know I don't script these things. So I changed my language right there. Not what does the anxiety do to us, but what does it do for us? It works for us. It, it allows us to get that extra little bit out of ourselves that we wouldn't normally get if we were comfortable. It makes us uncomfortable to not know the outcome. So we can use that to our advantage, which means is anxiety a good thing or a bad thing? And as I always say on this podcast, and I really will end with this, there's nothing that is either good or bad. 
Anxiety is static and sits before us. It's what we do with that anxiety and how we react to that anxiety that ultimately makes a difference, that ultimately allows us to be successful or not successful, that ultimately allows us to get that extra out of ourselves and be the best version of ourselves on a more consistent basis. And if we're looking to be the best version of ourselves on a more consistent basis and we are able to achieve that, we will not be able to sabotage ourselves into being low-level performers. We will be high-level performers, and hence, we will be labeled as somebody who is successful. I hope that this has benefited you in some way, uh, just me watching a TV show with my son. But again, I encourage you guys to you know, have these kinds of moments right, where we learn, where we're growing, literally from just laying in bed, watching a TV show, but taking that TV show, taking that entertainment just a little bit deeper than I normally or than, than we normally would, which is just consuming content and just letting it roll in, roll out. Let's use it for a little bit more than, uh, than what it's intended to be. All right, folks. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. Hope you guys week is off to a fantastic start. We'll chat again tomorrow.